0: that's it that was your cue what was my cue that right there you're supposed to say masterpiece audio theater presents masterpiece audio theater presents that's right then you say myths from around the world myths from around the world Okay, and a Stranded in the Middle of Nowhere podcast. A Stranded in the Middle of Nowhere podcast? Well, where are we? How are we going to get home? I'm going to get scared! Everything will be all right, trust me. Oh, and this is our submission for the Dog Days of Podcasting 2022. Hello and welcome back to Masterpiece Audio Theatre Around the Fire. Wait, where'd they go? Well, uh, they went on with their lives, but we just finished listening to you tell us about Sinbad the Sailor, like just now, like the moment before this very moment. Yeah, you just finished. Well, uh, that, that's because you all live episodically, uh, whereas the real world, our, our listeners, they they don't. What do you mean, real world? I mean, our time flows as fast or as slow as the episodes are released into the podcast feed. The input feed? Yes. Uh, For us, only moments have passed since I finished telling you all about Sinbad's first voyage. But for our listeners, uh, we released that yesterday, and they are listening to us right now in there today. Was there vodka that I didn't know about? I can guarantee that there was zero alcohol on this trip. Those bags were triple checked. I think he's gotten dehydrated and is hallucinating all of this rubbish. It's clear that I should have been left in charge of this whole thing. You had your shot last year and failed in the end to get the last episode done. Excuse me. The recording engineer got covered, and we sent out that last episode immediately upon his return. See, there's an example right there. That episode wasn't actually released until the first day of the Dog Days of Advent. Wait a minute. Dog Days of Advent hadn't happened yet. I'd remember. The feed had a malfunction, and it was only released on our main feed. We didn't have time for more, episodically speaking. So, realistically, for our listeners, it didn't happen. I think he is just trying to confuse us, Uh, his stories are all fantastic notions, Uh, nothing more. Uh, All right, all right, I'll prove it to all of you. Uh, Let's take a moment to listen to all the episodes so far in the Dog Day feed. Here's the downcast app on the iPad. See it? Yes. Do you happen to notice the dates? Yeah, right there. Mm Mm-hmm. The last episode we did was August 28th, 2021. The next one down is Nutty's Cycling Podcast. Notice the date. Yes, this uh, uh, August 1st, 2022. Wait, uh, what happened to the year? Oh, <laughs> that's not something I can answer. But be assured, the outside world doesn't know what happened to the year 2021. Or the year 2020, for that matter. I'm still near convinced. All right, why don't we listen to the feed right here, right now. Are you ready? Okay, but I'm not sure what this is all going to prove. Are you sure? What are you talking about? Because that didn't take long, now did it? That was easily 45 minutes, sir, for you. But for the listeners, it's been moments. Only seconds ago to them, you hadn't heard The Bathtub Mermaid's short fiction. Ah oui, this story about my homeland. Jeffrey, you wouldn't have heard about tech and nutty cycling. Menchek, you would not have had the pleasure of listening to Mark, the Encaffeinated One's music voiceover intro. Tom, to Chuck, you've only just heard him sing The Lion Sleeps tonight. Like, just this second, we wouldn't have heard about Oticon, Cowboy Bebop, The Notebook of Mad Marv, or that really cool cover of Fortunate Son by the Dropkick Murphys. Oh, yes, and there's that cool new intro into Chris's podcast. Oh, and a new guy, Bruce! Yeah, he reminds me of Tim the Science Endurance Runner guy. I think you've got that mixed up a bit. Oh yeah, and Derek's back with some cool dungeon map. Oh yeah, and the case guy. Calm down, Tom. They all know who they are. They're listening as well. With well, that said, the only person who you didn't mention is the man who makes this all happen. Him in that leather boot, Jay. No, no, I'm not talking about that, cheapskate. I'm talking about Craig. He made this really cool app this year to make this all work. He is the creator of the Dog Days. Oh, yeah, Craig. He's got that new cool dog, Clutch. For sure. I saw that on the cover art. He sure is a handsome smiling pooch. Yes, Fizz. Thank you, Craig, from all of us. Now, on to tonight's podcast. Finally, that all seemed needlessly long. Ahem. Are you finished? Good. I think we should hear from Tom this evening. What do you have for us, Tom? I got a story about the gods of Greece. I'm going to start with the Golden Age. It was edited for ebook by James Baldwin. I found my copy on Gutenberg.org. It's a short one. Uh, good. Uh, I'll note here that uh, we'll break up our stories into pieces no longer than five to ten minutes. That way we won't bug up the feed with mammoth episodes. How are we going to do that? Ah, well, we're going to use the magic sound. This one. Where's that coming from? The Golden Age. Jupiter and his mighty folk had not always dwelled amidst the clouds on the mountaintop. In times long past, A wonderful family called Titans lived there and had ruled all over the world. There were twelve of them, six brothers and six sisters, and they said that their father was the sky and their mother the earth. And they had the form and the looks of men and women, but they were much larger and far more beautiful. The name of the youngest of these Titans was Saturn, and yet he was so very old that men often called him Father Time. He was the king of the titans, and so, of course, was the king of all earth besides. Men were never so happy as they were seeing Saturn's reign. It was the true golden age then. The springtime lasted all the year. The woods and the meadows were always full of blossom, and the music of singing birds was heard every day and every hour. It was summer and autumn too at the same time. Apples and figs and oranges always hung ripe from the trees, and there were purple grapes on the vines, and melons and berries of every kind, which the people had but to pick and eat. Of course, nobody had to do any kind of work in that happy time. There was no such thing as sickness or sorrow or old age. Men and women lived for hundreds of years and never became gray or wrinkled or lame, but were always handsome and young. They had no need of houses, for there were no cold days, no storms or anything to make them afraid. Nobody was poor, for everybody had the same precious things. The sunlight, the pure air, the wholesome water of the spring, the grass for carpet, the blue sky for roof, the fruits and flowers of the woods and meadows. So, of course, no one was richer than another, and there was no money, nor any locks or bolts, for everybody was everybody's friend, and no man wanted to get more of anything than his neighbors had. When these happy people had lived long enough, they fell asleep and their bodies were seen no more. They flitted away through the air and over the mountains and across the sea to a flowery land in the distant west. And some men say that even to this day, they are wandering happily hither and thither about the earth, causing babies to smile in their cradles easing the burdens of the toil-worn and sick and blessing mankind everywhere. What a pity it is that this golden age should have to come to an end. But it was Jupiter and his brothers who brought about the sad change. It is hard to believe it, but men say Jupiter was the son of the old Titan King Saturn and that he was hardly a year old when he began to plot how he might wage war against his father. As soon as he was grown up, He persuaded his brothers, Neptune and Pluto, and his sisters, Juno, Circe, and Vesta, to join him, and they vowed that they would drive the Titans from the Earth. Then followed a long and terrible war, but Jupiter had many mighty helpers. A company of one-eyed monsters called Cyclops were kept busy all the time, forging thunderbolts in the fire of the burning mountains. Three other monsters, each with a hundred heads, were called in to throw rocks and trees against the stronghold of the Titans. And Jupiter himself hurled his sharp lightning darts so thick and fast that the woods were set on fire and the water in the rivers boiled with the heat. Of course, good, quiet old Saturn and his brothers and sisters could not hold out always against such foes as these. At the end of ten years they had to give up and beg for peace. They were bound in chains of the hardest rock and thrown into a prison in the lower worlds. And the cyclopses and the hundred-head monsters were sent there to be their jailers and to keep guard over them forever. Then men began to grow dissatisfied with their lot. Some wanted to be rich and own all the good things in the world. Some wanted to be kings and rule over the others. Some were strong and wanted to make slaves of those who were weak. Some broke down the fruit trees in the woods, lest others should eat the fruit. Some, for mere sport, hunted the timid animals which had always been their friends. Some even killed these poor creatures and ate their flesh for food. At last, instead of everybody being everybody's friend, everybody was everybody's foe. So in all the world, instead of peace, there was war. Instead of plenty, there was starvation. Instead of innocence, there was crime. And instead of happiness, there was misery. And that was the way which Jupiter made himself so mighty. And that was the way in which the golden age... have been listening to MPAT Studio's presentation of The Myths from Around the World, a special Dog Days of Podcasting contribution. Sound clips are from GarageBand and can be found in their sample library. The stories that we have shared can be found at gutenberg.org. We can be found on Facebook on the Masterpiece Audio Theatre page, on nimlas.org or you can email us at j at com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 Unported License. Thanks for joining us.